Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something year old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Girls and the Gays. Oh my gosh, bestie, it is so gloomy outside and it feels so like fall and autumn vibes. Like I need to put Twilight on right now and oh, I'm drinking a witch's brew from Alani as well. If you know, you know, it's basically their exclusive, like specific this time of year only um, drink that they come out. It's kind of like a Celsius basically equivalent, but oh, I am just marinating in all the fall vibes right now and am so content and happy in my hot girl autumn era. With that being said, I just got back from a coffee date with some of my besties and was really inspired to dive on into this conversation. As you know, I love setting the tone of every single episode of kind of what inspired the podcast episode and what inspired me to come on the mic. And today, specifically, I thought about the conversation I had with some of my friends today of, you know, trying new things and specifically how I wanted to make this a little bit different and take the twist on it is trying new things on the side because during our conversation, during the coffee chat I was having in real life, my besties were talking about like their passions of like being called to do something great. They want to be on a stage. They want to speak on behalf of a panel and talk about the multi-million dollar business that they are going to build, which I know they are so capable of doing. And while above everything else, we, you know, our current reality is we are working a nine to five. Some of us are doing more than a nine to five like all the things and I was like bestie like you are so capable of going after it but I then realized like how are we able to balance our nine to five while also chasing our dreams outside of that how are we going to balance different obligations and responsibilities while still going after our dreams while the bulk of our hours is occupied by different things and different responsibilities that we have so it made me think and realize I have to bring this to the pod and have this discussion with you. So without further ado, let's get in on today's episode. Okay, so I first want to talk about the importance and the why behind honestly why I think when you're working a nine to five or having a full time job or whatever that is for you why that is the perfect time to go after your goals or create something on the side or go after a different hobby or passion on the side of your main full-time job. One of my closest friends said it so perfectly. She was telling me basically, and I quote, your 20s in work is finding what you love on someone else's money. And that resonated with me so much that I wrote it down and I still reference that till this day because I firmly believe having the foundation of your full-time job, whatever that might be for you, that helps create stability for you in a financial way and different aspects of your life. For me, I know specifically, I feel that my 9 to 5 has allowed me to have freedom outside of my 9 to 5, to have more money, to have flexibility to brainstorm and be able to leverage that finance and invest it in different areas of myself. I've always treated my 9 to 5 like an angel investor into different areas and pockets of my life, hence why I was able to take that money that I was earning in my 9 to 5 and buy my first real estate property. Secondly, I leveraged the money that I was making in my nine to five to then start up Fruit Glutes, which was my my first business where 
where I was embroidering different goods. And because of that, I was able to launch a product-based business because of that money. So I really was strategic with how and still now how I leverage my nine to five. My nine to five, yes, I am incredibly grateful for this career and the trajectory I have here. However, I am also responsible for the time that I spend outside of my nine to five and moving the needle forward in different ways in my passions and whatever that might be for, for me and how I choose to maybe contribute in society and, you know, the content I create, the business I want to make, the different passions and hobbies that I want to start, whatever that might be for me, I still need the finances and able in order to pull the trigger in order to take the next best steps because I needed that finance in order to make that decision and make it more seamless and make it more easy on myself. And to this same breath and to this same quote that my friend has shared with me, I was able to leverage the money from my nine to five in order to invest it in different areas of my life. And I was able to try different things because of the finances I was taking in and from the paychecks I was gaining. And therefore, that's why I wanted to start with the importance of actually having your nine to five be the source of the investor of different areas of your life and how you can leverage the finances and all the all that you're learning from your nine to five to help propel you forward in different areas of your life. Especially if you on your mind, you're like, I want to try different things. I don't know what it is for me. And I want to start new things and new hobbies and passions and go after it. But I don't know what that might be for me. While a lot of the times I feel like the narrative is like, oh, the nine to five is robbing me so much of my time. 40 hours of my weeks goes in my nine to five. Yes, that's true if you have that perspective. However, if you intentionally leverage the perspective of look like, yes, my nine to five is 40 hours of my week. However, I have the autonomy to leverage the time I have outside of my nine to five. My nine to five gives me the stability of finance, the stability of structure during my week. And outside of that, I can have the freedom to do other things and have the money now to then therefore try new things on the side. I'm able to therefore gain the clarity and see what different areas I might be interested in if it is to start posting content, if it is to go ahead and start a business. Especially speaking from my own experience, I really actually ended up being very grateful for my nine to five and my full-time job because I was able to have the financial to then, like I said, buy my first house and then start my first business because if I didn't have the finances there, I wouldn't have been able to pull the trigger on those different opportunities. And so the same thing applies for you. Wherever predicament you're in, if you feel caged or confined by your nine to five, I challenge you to leverage this perspective and realize your nine to five actually might be an incredible resource for for you in learning what you want, what you don't want, and allowing you to have the finances in order to invest invest in different passion and areas of your life on the side while you have your nine to five and while you're able to leverage the money of your nine to five. It's like I said, like the quote was saying in your 20s, you know, your work is finding what you love on someone else's dime, someone else's money. So be strategic. That's kind of how I'm trying to paint this entire narrative of while you're working a full-time job, how can you be strategic, mitigate the risk, take as little risk as you can while leveraging the money that you're making on someone else's dime and then invest that in the time that you have outside of that job in 
different areas that you might be mildly interested in. And once you do, you're able to then therefore gain the clarity and gain the confidence because you're putting in your reps in. And therefore, this conversation is twofold. How can you leverage your nine to five as much as you can to mitigate the risk while therefore gaining the clarity in different areas of your life and help solve the problem of like, oh, well, I know I'm made for more, but I don't know what that is and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Well, Bessie, this is the time to do it, especially when you're early in your career and you have the stability of your nine to five. Leverage the time outside of your nine to five while leveraging the money that you're making from your nine to five in order to try new things on the side because therefore you're able to mitigate the risk, take as little risk as you need to and as you can to try different things on the side and therefore you'll gain the clarity as you put in your reps and different ambitions and different hobbies you and passion projects you're trying on the side, whether it is to maybe go back to school or maybe it is to go through a coaching or mentor program or maybe it's like to get certified in something, get your real estate license, start a business, whatever that is for you. I've come to realize this is truly the sweet spot and the precedence of everything that could really unlock for you, especially when you're early in your career and especially for my other besties out there that are in their 20s and working their 9 to 5 and they're like, oh, I don't know if this is meant for me, but I still am not yet sure what I'm made to do. This is the perfect time to try different things on for size while balancing a full-time job. So in this part of the podcast episode, I want to talk more about the how. How can you leverage the same narrative in different aspects in your life and how maybe I did as well and how I can support you in doing this. So first, first and foremost, foremost you need maybe to dedicate this is a not few in hours a. a day where you can and whether it be before or after work to create your dream life outside of your main obligations. Every single day, you need to be intentional with carving even if it's one to three hours a day. One to three hours a day compounded over the course of a year. Just imagine how many hours that would be. That would be freaking hundreds. And we underestimate what we can get done in a day, but when you zoom out and look at the impacts that you make over a span of a year, you realize how impactful and how many hours that really is, right? Like if I asked you, okay, do one hour every single day, one hour every single day for 365 days, that's 365 hours. What if that multiplied by like three, you like in three years, that's hours upon hours that you've dedicated to your craft and therefore you become the subject matter expert in that field and in that industry and therefore you are bound to gain the clarity, gain the confidence and the discipline it takes in order to really manifest that dream life for yourself and whatever ambition and passion you might be having outside of your corporate or outside of your main full-time job and therefore you're able to move the needle closer to whatever hobby or passion or goal that you might have outside of that full-time job. And that's why I break it down to even one to two hours a day because I know, Bessie, you're on the other line. Like, girl, Tran, you really think that I have time for this? I have to go to the gym. I have my personal life. I have a full-time job. Oh, girl. All I hear is, first of all, excuses. If you wanted it bad, you would make time. Not excuses, babe. First and foremost. Okay. Secondly, if you carve out one to two hours a day, one hour, girl, that's, you know, hours, an hour you took off of your phone because I know you'd be scrolling your phone. If I check 
checked the time spent you're on your phone by in your settings, girl, I know it's at least four to five hours. Let's be fucking for real because I do the same thing. I am guilty too and I'll be the first to admit. However, when I'm intentional, I can carve out an hour. I can carve out two hours to study for my NASM. I can carve out an hour to go to the gym. I can carve out an hour off my phone to move the needle forward to go after my dream life and I'm holding you accountable to do the same thing as well. And I do firmly believe, girl, you can scroll on your TikTok a little bit later that evening. However, you owe it to yourself to take one hour or two hours out of a day in order to move the needle forward for your dream life. If you're giving eight hours, nine hours to a corporate job or whatever job you're doing to build someone else's dream, why are you not doing the same for yourself in other aspects and different pursuits that you might have, you might be mildly interested in? Don't you owe that same self-love and investment back to yourself? And that's why I also, again, break it down to one to two hours because it's so digestible. It's so tangible. You're shaving maybe one hour off of your screen time and scrolling through your phone in order to move the needle forward in different goals and your aspirations. That is mildly and so much more impactful than spending that hour on your phone consuming someone else's life, building someone else's goal, someone else's business. And so this segues perfectly into my next point. We underestimate what we can get done in a day, but when you zoom out, the impact of not showing up for that hour a day is a difference between hundreds in a year. So just imagine, if you don't show up for that one to two hours in a day and that day compounds into two to three days, two to three days roll into a month, you get the point. An object that is in motion stays in motion. As you take one to two hours every single day to invest in yourself and go after whatever you might be madly interested in, you will continue to build that momentum up and keep that force going with you. It's kind of like going to the gym. If you've showed up every single day, you are more inclined and motivated and disciplined to go the next day and the following day. Whereas if you were inconsistent, you haven't built the discipline and confidence in yourself in order to show up for the following days projected to come. So basically over time, it just gets easier to show up for the goal, to show up for the gym and show up for that dream life that you have because again, you've stayed in motion. You kept that entire standard for yourself and that momentum will keep you motivated, will keep you going through, especially the hardest days where you're like, oh, like I'm so exhausted or oh, I don't really want to do it today. But you look back with the, all the prior steps you put in and invested in yourself. You're like, well, I don't want to lose my winning streak. I don't want to lose out on all the times I already showed up for myself. It's just one more day. And with that one more day, one more percent mentality, that will help push you through just another check off your checklist. And that is what builds your discipline. That's what builds your confidence in your character and in yourself and trust and faith in yourself and showing up for the thing that you committed, the promise you made for yourself. Don't underestimate what you can get done in a day. Remember to zoom out when you're like, okay, it's just an hour, but realize how much that hour truly is so impactful and transformative over the span of your lifetime. My last how for you is to surround yourself with people that look like the direction you want to be headed in. I think it can be so easy to get swept away in the hustle and bustle of life, especially when you have so many different other responsibilities. But I promise you, bestie, there are people out there that are building their dream life while also being a mother or balancing different obligations and responsibilities that will show you that it is so in reach and possible for you. And I think it's so powerful to see other 
other people as the testimony for you. I think especially when we compare ourselves to what we see on social media, etc. in that type of perspective, I think if we shift our perspective and realize comparing ourselves to different people that might be doing the thing that we want to be doing allows us to see what is possible for ourselves. We can therefore leverage that as a source of inspiration and push us through on some of the, the days where we don't feel motivated to show up. We see what is in reach and what is possible for us and we feel that and see honestly that our dream is not so far out of reach. I think especially when something is all cooped up in our mind and we're so caught up in our day-to-day -day and the responsibilities of the day-to-day, -day, it can be so easy to dismiss our goals and so easy to postpone and procrastinate on them because we think that, oh well like that can be handled tomorrow or that can be a tomorrow version me's problem. But therefore in doing that, we end up never working on our goals and going after our ambition and we die with our passion inside. Mel Robin on one of her recent podcast episodes, she said something along the lines of our dreams can inspire us or our dreams can haunt us. So again, we owe it to ourselves to leverage this time in between while balancing whatever responsibility it is for you. I know in this episode, I discussed a lot about our nine to five and our full-time jobs or whatever, but our time is spread so thin between so many different responsibilities and obligations that we face and we want to spend it in so many different ways. But I want to hold you accountable in whatever dream or goal that you have or even anything that you might be mildly interested in and you have been dying to try. This is your sign to just see where it goes and see where it can take you and gain the clarity by putting in even one to two hours a day in whatever that is for you because that's digestible. It helps you realize like I can dedicate an hour a day to go after my dream life and see what that dream does and where it can take me. Again, you owe this to yourself. Nobody is going to do the work for you and nobody knows what dream or ambition is on your heart and mind other than yourself. So you have to have the audacity, the sense of urgency and take responsibility to go after it and really make your dreams a reality and not have your dreams be just dreams. So I am holding you accountable. I look forward to seeing where this ends up taking you and I hope this one resonate with you one way or another. I haven't asked this in a while so Bessie as it's top of mind for me. If you haven't had the chance to leave a review, please take the time to do it today. It should take no longer than 30 seconds. Whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave your gay Bessie a review on the podcast. And again, I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for being here for this chit chat with me today and I'll catch you next time. Bye bestie. Mwah. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you and until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.